Okay, Bismillah, day 25 of the 99 names of Allah Ramadan series. Bismillah, Rabbi Shahri Sadri wa Yassirli Amri. So, what's the reason for this room? Asma Allah al Husna, they're the most beautiful names of Allah. And Allah states in the Quran, And to Allah belong the best names, so invoke Him by them. Then we have Surah Al A'raf, that's Surah Al A'raf, verse 180. Then we have the hadith where the Prophet said that Allah has 99 names. Whoever memorizes and embraces these qualities will enter heaven. And so today we're going to look at five names of Allah Al Afu, Al Rauf, Malik Al Mulk. So let's look at Al-Afu first. So Al-Afu, the, the wiper of sins, the pardoner. So he's the one who eliminates sins, faults. He not only forgives constantly, but can wipe or remove any sin away. Al-Afu comes from the root Ayn Tawaw, and it can mean to forgive, to pardon, to remove, to give willingly, to give more than what is needed or expected. The root has two main meanings, and it's to pardon and to completely remove something. So when we're asking Al-Afu for forgiveness, he's not only forgiving us, but he's also wiping away that sin that we're asking for forgiveness for. So we have this verse in the Quran, إِن تُبْدُ خَيْرًا أَوْ تُخْفُوهُ أَوْ تَعْفُوا عَنْ سُوءٍ فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ كَانَ قَدِيرًا If instead you show some good or conceal it, or pardon an offense. Indeed, Allah is ever pardoning and competent. Surah An-Nisa, verse 149. Then we have, so subhanAllah, in the Quran, the name Al-Afu is actually often mentioned with another name of Allah, which we've already learned about, which is Al-Ghafur, the All-Forgiving. So not only is he Al-Ghafur, the All-Forgiving, he is Al-Afu, the wiper of sins. So what's the difference with Al-Ghafur? He's forgiving us for the sins we have committed, and he conceals them from others. Whereas with Al-Afu, the wiper of sins, it means that he completely eradicates or erases these sins from our books of, of deeds, where we're held account to for our deeds. So we won't even be questioned for them, for these, these, these sins that we have committed, because they have been wiped clean from our slates. And actually, there's this verse where the people of paradise are those that... Um, Oh, I forgot to write it down. That's fine. One second. One, two, four, three. So it's in Surah Al Imran and it's verse 134. And it's Those who spend in the cause of Allah during ease and hardship and who restrain anger and who pardon the people. And Allah loves the doers of good. So this is just reminding us that the people of paradise are those who are able to restrain, restrain their anger, they're able to pardon people, and that's what Allah loves, the doers of good. So then we have that the name Al-Afu should also, it should be familiar to you, because since we're in the last 10 days of Ramadan, I've been constantly saying this dua, and it is, Allahumma innaka afuun tuhibbu al-afwa fa'afu'anni. Oh Allah, you are pardoning and you love pardoning, um, so pardon me. And so it's so beautiful to think about that. Literally, in the last 10 days of Ramadan, we're encouraged to constantly say this dua. And inshallah, we'll come out of Ramadan with a, literally a clean slate. We can, we're, it's like we're new, we've been reborn. 
And so we're granted a fresh start after Ramadan by saying this dua, Allahumma innaka afuun, tuhib al-afwa fa'afu anni. Oh Allah, you are pardoning and you love pardoning, so pardon me. So that's the first name. Let's see what Imam al-Ghazali says about this name. Al-Afu, the, the wiper of sins, is the one who erases sins and overlooks acts of obedience. And its meaning is close to al-Ghafur, the all-forgiving. Except that this name is more expressive than, than that. For all-forgiving connotes concealment, while wiper suggests erasing. And erasing is more effectual than concealment. So that's the first name. Now the second name is Ar-Ra'uf. So Ar-Ra'uf, the all-pitying, the most kind, his compassion, his affection, his kindness, it can't be compared to anything on this earth. Ar-Ra'uf comes from the root Ra-Hamzifa, and it can mean to be gentle, to be kind, to be forgiving, to be merciful, to be compassionate, and to show pity. So we already learned about a similar name again, which is Ar-Rahim, and, and Ar-Rahim means the merciful. While Ar-Ra'uf is intensifying this mercy, of this Allah's mercy. So it's focusing on his kindness and his affection. And so that's why you'll actually find that these two names are typically mentioned together in the Qur'an. Just like many names of Allah which are mentioned together in the Qur'an. And so Sheikh Ratib al-Nabulsi beautifully explained the difference between Rahim and Ra'uf with this example where he stated that a father who protects his children from the winter and the cold by dressing them in warm warm clothes, that's Ra'fa, that's Ra'uf. While Rahim is when the father's heart aches for his child who is sick and so does anything to get medicine to ease the pain. So in a way they're similar, but in a way they're not. So we have this verse, يَوْمَ تَجِدُ كُلُّ نَفْسٍ مَا عَمِلَتْ مِنْ خَيْرٍ مُحَضَّرًا وَمَا عَمِلَتْ مِنْ سُوءٍ تَوَدُّ لَوْ أَنَّ بَيْنَهَا the day every soul will find what it has done of good present before it and what it has done of evil. It will wish that between itself and that evil was a great distance. And Allah warns you of himself. And Allah is kind to his servants. Surah Al-Imran, verse 30. So this is quite beautiful, the ending of this verse. And Allah warns you of himself, and Allah is kind to his servants. So Allah is warning us, but with that warning comes kindness. So it's like, it's beautiful how this verse is brought together. Then we have another verse, which actually includes a beautiful dua, and it's, وَالَّذِينَ جَاءُوا مِنْ بَعْدِهِمْ يَقُولُونَ رَبَّنَا اغْفِرْ لَنَا وَلِلْإِخْوَانِنَا الَّذِينَ سَبَقُونَ بِالْإِيمَانِ وَلَا تَجْعَلْ فِي قُلُوبِنَا غِلًّا لِلَّذِينَ آمَنُوا رَبَّنَا إِنَّكَ رَؤُوفٌ رَحِيمٌ So we have the two names, Ra'uf and Rahim. And there is a share for those who came after them, saying, Our Lord, forgive us and our brothers who preceded us in faith, and put not in our hearts any resentment towards those who have believed. Our Lord, indeed you are kind and merciful. Surah Al-Hashr, verse 10. So this is a beautiful dua to literally say when you're praying, when you're walking anywhere. It's, it's so beautiful. You're asking to, for Allah to forgive not only us, but those who have passed on. And, to, and you're also asking for Allah to not put any resentment, any hate towards those who believe. Because Allah is kind, Allah is merciful. And we need to emulate some of that kindness and mercy as Muslims, as human beings. So let's see what Imam al-Ghazali says about Ar-Ra'uf. 
Ar-Ra'uf, the Al-Fatin, is the one who possesses pity, and pity is an intensification of mercy. So its meaning is the same as the merciful, Ar-Rahim, although more empathetic, em emphatic. <laughs> so, basically what I just summarized. <clears throat> now we have our third name, Malik al-Mulk, the king of absolute sovereignty, the master of the kingdom, the owner of the dominion. He's the one who owns and rules the creation. He has the authority and power to command and decree what he wills, when he wills. So Malik al-Mulk comes from the root Mim Lam Kaf, and it can mean to have possession, to have ownership, to have power, to have control, to have authority. And so while al-Malik is actually another name of Allah that we have learned, and it means the king, Malik al-Mulk is an intensified form. So he's not only the king, al-Malik, he is Malik al-Mulk, the master, the lord, the king of kings. So we have this verse in the Quran, Say, O Allah, owner of sovereignty, you give sovereignty to whom you will, and you take sovereignty away from whom you will. You honor whom you will, you humble who you will, your hand in your hand is all good. Indeed, you are over all things competent. Verse 26 from Surah Al-Imran. So again, this is just reminding us that Allah, He can take sovereignty from from whom He wills, He can give it. It's He literally honors and humbles whoever He wills. And we've learned about these two names, Al-Mu'az and Al-Mudil, and it's been used in this verse as well. So let's see what Imam al-Ghazali says about this name, Malik al-Mulk. Malik al-Mulk, the king of absolute sovereignty, is the one who carries out what he wills in his kingdom in the manner that he wills and as he wills it, bringing into being and destroying, perpetuating and annihilating. Al-Mulk here means kingdom and al-Malik means the powerful one with power, perfect power. All existent things form a single kingdom and he is their king and the one holding power over them. So the kingdom of each man, of each human, is his own body. For if it, what it will, he wills is accomplished in the qualities of his heart, so for example, purifying the heart, having no anger or resentment in it, and in his limbs, then he is king of the kingdom of himself, according to the measure of power given to him. So that's the third name that we've learned today. Now for the fourth name, Dul Jalali Wal Ikram. Dhul-Jalali wal-Ikram, the Lord of Majesty and Generosity, the possessor of glory and honor. He's the most majestic, the most generous, the most glorious, the honorable. And so Dhul, when used in Arabic, it's a demonstrative pronoun. So it demonstrates and it can mean with or of. Whereas Jalal comes from the root Jim Lam Lam. And it can mean to be glorious, to be majestic, to be high, to be lofty, to be independent to be supremely great. And so ikram comes from the root kaframi, and it can mean to be generous, to be giving, to be highly esteemed, to be valued, to be rare, to be bountiful. And so from the same root of ikram, we have the name which we've already learned about, which is al-kareem, the generous. And so al-kareem, the generous, is an adjective where that describes Allah, while ikram is a verbal noun. So we have this verse in the Quran, Surah Al-Rahman, verse 78. Blessed is the name of your Lord, owner of majesty and honor. Then we have another verse in the same surah, Surah Al-Rahman, but it's verse 27. And it's, And there will remain the face of your Lord, 
owner of majesty and honor. And this is on the day of judgment when everything perishes. Only Allah will remain. And then we have this hadith where the messenger of Allah, when he would finish praying, he would beg for forgiveness from Allah three times. And then he would recite this, this dua. Um, so he'd say, Astaghfirullah, Astaghfirullah, Astaghfirullah. And then he would say, Allahumma anta salam, wa minka salam, tabarakta ya dal jalali wal ikram. Oh Allah, you are the grantor of security, and security comes from you. You are blessing. Oh, you who have majesty and nobility. So this is something that we can incorporate into our prayers as well now in the last few days, and inshallah we can continue after Ramadan, just saying this simple dua, because the Prophet did it, and so it's beautiful for us to also emulate a part of the Prophet. So, astaghfirullah, 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 Allahumma anta salam wa minka salam, tabarakta ya dal jalali wal ikram. Let's see what Imam al-Ghazali says about this name. Dhul jalali wal ikram. The Lord of majesty and generosity is the one from whom there is no majesty or perfection, but that it is his, nor is there generosity or noble gift, but that it flows from him. For majesty is his na by nature, while generosity emanates from him to his creation. And the various forms of generosity to his creation are hardly restricted or limited. As the saying of the Most High indicates, Verily we have honored the children of Adam. So we as humans, we can only, we're, we can only be generous to a certain degree. Whereas with Allah, there is no limit to his generosity. So now on to the last name for today. Al-Muqsid, the, acquit the acquittable, <clears throat> the just one. He is just in his judgment, the most fair, the just, the most just. And so Al-Muqsid comes from the root Qaf Sidin and it can mean to act justly, to establish an equitable balance. And so we actually have a similar name, but from a different root, which we've already learned about as well, which is Al-Adil, the just. And so although they may have similar meanings, Al-Muqsid here indicates equity or balance. And so... For example, justice may be seen as giving two, the same punishment to two individuals who have committed the same crime. Whereas equity or al-muqsid uh, is um, balance or equity. So you're not giving the same punishment because you, these two people might have different circumstances. Their socioeconomic status may be different. So they might have committed the crime for a reason, their age, their gender, all these sort of things can affect their um, their punishment. So we have this verse, شَهِدَ اللَّهُ أَنَّهُ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا هُوَ وَالْمَلَائِكَةُ وَأُولُ الْعِلْمِ قَائِمًا بِالْقِسْطِ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا هُوَ الْعَزِيزُ الْحَكِيمُ Allah witnesses that there is no deity except Him, and so do the angels and those of knowledge, that He is maintaining creation and justice. There is no deity except Him, the exalted in might and the wise. Surah Al-Imran, verse 18. And then we have another verse. Ya khabira. O you who have believed, be persistently standing firm in justice, witnesses for Allah. Even if it be against yourselves, or parents, or relatives, whether one is rich or poor, Allah is more worthy of both. 
So follow not personal inclination, lest you not be just. And if you distort your testimony or refuse to give it, then indeed Allah is ever with what you do acquainted. The Surah An-Nisa, verse 135. So nowadays we have it where um, people go into court and they swear on their holy book, be that the Bible or the Quran, and they swear that they will, they will tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth. And yet here we have this verse in the Quran where Allah is literally saying that you shouldn't distort your testimony or refuse to give it. And even if it's against yourselves or your parents or relatives, you are witness. You need to stand firm in justice and be just because Allah is most just. And we want we want to be just an ounce of just, just like Allah. So that was Surah Al-Nisa, verse 135. Let's see what Imam Ghazali says about this thing. Al-Muqsid, the equitable, is he who demands justice for the wronged from the wrongdoer. Its perfection lies in linking the satisfaction of the wrongdoer to the satisfaction of the one wronged, for that is the ultimate injustice and equity. Yet none is capable of it but God. May he be praised and exalted. So those were the five names for today. So inshallah, now it's time for the dua. I ask that Allah accepts the following dua using some of the beautiful names that we've learned about today. Bismillah. Ya Allah, you are Lafu, the pardoner. You love to pardon, so pardon us for our mistakes, our sins, our wrongdoings. We're only human, Ya Allah. Give us the strength to pardon those who hurt or wronged us. Ya Allah, you are Ra'uf, the most kind. Increase our hearts with kindness. Ya Malik al-Mulk, the master of the kingdom. You are our only master and king. Help us to reflect on your creation and the beauty of this world. Make us of those who take care of this earth and look after it. Ya Dal Jalali wal Ikram, O Lord of all majesty and generosity, grant us the ability to be generous, to spend our money in good, and to gift those who we love. Ya Muqsid, the, the just one, the equitable, allow us to be just when we when we deal with people. Ya Rabbi Allah, Ameen. And so, just a quick reminder that we are in the last 10 days of Ramadan. So again, just try and pray extra tahajjud, qiyam al-layl, increase your du'as, your dhikr, donate to charity, read more Qur'an, and constantly say this du'a, Allahumma innaka afoon, tuhid al-afu, fa'afu anni. And also, if you can um, say like a small prayer for the Palestinians and Sheikh Jarrah, I believe that's how the city or the town is pronounced. Just say a little prayer for them and also those in Yemen and literally everywhere that you can, that you've been seeing maybe on social media about these posts. Um, inshallah, Allah be with them and protect them. And so, Bismillah, Subhanakallah, Bihamdika, Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah. I'll see you all tomorrow, or I'll speak to you virtually um, tomorrow, inshallah. We will learn a few more names of Allah, inshallah. السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته